Welcome to Helping Challenging Children. I am Dr. Pat McGuire, author of Never Assume Getting to Know Children Before Labeling Them. I am also a developmental pediatrician who has worked for over 30 years helping children, adolescents, and families learn how to get along and create the best environment to create happy, healthy, and productive adults. This podcast provides knowledge and support to help parents and professionals survive and thrive with challenging children. Each episode will look at a topic that affects how children develop, learn, and behave. Hi, Dr. Pat McGuire here. I'm a little late getting this uh, post out uh, this week because I've been thinking about what would be important to talk about. And as I find I often do best, I decided to take a shower before I did this to ponder what would be a important message. And as I was taking my shower, I took the time to notice how the water felt as it went down my head and my shoulders and my back and all of my body. And I realized that it was much like a massage. It was relaxing, it was uh, soothing, and it helped me focus. But for some people, it would almost feel more like a tsunami because of the water rushing. And it made me also think about how our children are doing right now with their tsunami of feelings and emotions that they are experiencing, plus what their families and their friends and their teachers are experiencing. As we go through this pandemic and we go through the shelter in place or lockdown as some people call it, many individuals begin to feel stress. I'd probably say just about everybody. But how we handle the stress and how we process the stress will determine whether we come out of this feeling re-energized, revitalized, and with a greater uh, sense of self-worth, or if we continue to bring that fear and that worry with us. We know that one out of four children enter kindergarten having experienced a trauma. And by the time an individual reaches adulthood, 70% have experienced at least one trauma in their life. Now, most of these experiences don't create lifelong problems, but for about a third of these individuals, they do become chronic issues. They become post-traumatic stress disorder. And with that comes anxiety disorders, depression, and substance abuse disorders. These are concerns we have for our children if we don't help them process through and get through this situation feeling safe and secure. I'm going to read you common um, symptoms of post-traumatic stress disorder and see how many of them you feel you have right now or you've seen in a child. How about intense feelings of distress when reminded of the event? I know that I'm getting very tired of watching TV with the commercials that are all talking about how we're in this together and how in this time of stress and how, you know, COVID is doing this. 
I've turned the mute button on because I can't take it anymore. So the feelings of distress are showing up there. Extreme physical reactions to reminders of the trauma, such as nausea, sweating, or a pounding heart. Have you or any of the children you're with had issues where they uh, were afraid they got COVID because of someone who coughed in their direction, someone who touched something and didn't wipe it off? Invasive, upsetting memories of a tragedy. Did they lose someone to COVID? Someone they cared for, someone they knew? We hear of a lot of people that's happening to, be they parents, grandparents, coworkers, even some children are getting sick and dying from COVID-19. Flashbacks, like it's happening again. Nightmares of either frightening things or the event itself. So maybe they have nightmares of being gobbled up by some terrible monster or nightmares of getting sick and ending up in the hospital all by themselves. How about loss of interest in life and daily activities where they just don't even want to do the little things that used to be fun because they have been under so much stress that their body can't handle anything else. Feeling emotionally numb and detached from other people. Sense of a not, sense of a not leading a normal life and not having a positive outlook on your future. A lot of people have voiced this. They're afraid that they don't have a future. They're afraid that they, they'll no longer have a job, that they'll end up homeless. They're helpless. They avoid certain activities, feelings, thoughts, or places that remind them of the tragedy. They don't want to go by, by a park because when you have large groups at a park, like the picnic they were at last summer, that would be something that could cause people to get COVID-19. Difficulty remembering important aspects of a tragic event. So these are all common symptoms. And you may not see them at this moment with the kids. You may only see elements of them, or you just see irritability, trouble concentrating. Maybe they're more impulsive or more hyperactive because those are stress responses. So how do you help these kids? First, help yourself. If you noticed any of these symptoms yourself, there are online sources to get some counseling. There's also doing simple things like learning how to give yourself time every day to sit quietly, take in deep breaths that you hold for five to seven counts, and then slowly let out. And as you do that, notice how your muscles in your neck and your shoulders relax as you let the air out. Like, let me show you. First, you take a deep breath in, count to five, one, two, three, four, five, and then slowly let the air out and let your shoulders and your chest relax at the same time. It can also help at that moment to envision something that has always made you happy. Maybe it was a silly cartoon you remember seeing 
in the newspaper, or even on Facebook. Maybe it was remembering when your child did something that was so silly that you couldn't stop laughing. Maybe it was something from your own life that always made you smile. These help lower the internal stress level. They help decrease the activity of the limbic system of the brain that fight, flight, or freeze. If your children voice concern, voice fear, don't tell them, oh, don't worry about it, it'll be fine. Because if you're not believing it, or if you're voicing the frustration and the fears, they're not going to believe you. Instead, say, you know, I'm scared too. I do believe that science will find an answer. That scientists and physicians will find ways to help us if we get it and to help prevent it because we know that they have done this before. We know that they have developed vaccines for infections that used to kill many more people, such as influenza, measles, smallpox, which most people don't even remember, and other illnesses. Between medications to treat and vaccines to prevent, scientists and physicians have helped create increased life in our communities because before that many many more people would die it doesn't mean that people aren't dying now but these same scientists and physicians are working hard to make this another illness that loses its power so let's make a happy sign saying that we back the scientists and the physicians who are working to help us prevent and treat this illness so we can get back to enjoying being with our family and friends again. So be honest, but also be realistic that there are things that are happening that will allow us to at some point return back to where we need to. And now that the weather's getting warmer too, take advantage of you know, the sunnier days and go out keeping social distance from other families, but go out and get some sunshine. That vitamin D helps decrease the depression and the anxiety. Get out and enjoy. It helps to make the time go faster and helps the brain get quieter as far as the fear is going talk to you again. Bye.